The following teaching by Lourdes Pinto is called Calm Dignity Amidst Great Adversity. She gave it April 15 of 2021 to the Love Crucified community. I'd like to share with you a reflection, and it is all based on a message that the Lord gave me this March of 2021. The Lord said to us, the time is quickly approaching in which you will be judged as my followers. Do not be afraid, my little one, for I have walked this path before you. You too will approach your persecutors with calm dignity. The time draws near for the great sifting of mankind. All will have to choose to believe and follow me or forsake me and walk away. The few that remain faithful to their God and Savior will usher in the Eucharistic reign of my kingdom. But before this takes place, much blood will be shed. My little one, prepare my mustard seed for the great shakeup so that my remnant of followers can give me testimony through their calm dignity amidst great adversity. Know that I am with you, guiding you and filling you with my life. Continue to persevere as my prophet of these end times. I've been pondering these words from our Lord for a month now. And I have the responsibility that the Lord is giving me as your spiritual mother to prepare this little mustard seed of God to be his faithful remnant followers. I've spent most of this month meditating on the words calm dignity they come from the dolorous passion of our lord jesus christ by saint anne catherine emmerich i had been pondering the passion of our lord a little bit each day and I came across two pages in which Blessed Anne Catherine Emmerich speaks about the calm dignity of our Lord. On page 187 of the book, it says, he, meaning Jesus, would have been perfectly unrecognizable even to her, Mary's, maternal eyes 
stripped as he was of all, save a torn remnant of his garment. Had she not instantly marked the contrast between his behavior and that of his vile tormentors. He alone, in the midst of persecution and suffering, looked calm and resigned. And far from returning blow for blow, never raised his hands, but in acts of supplication to his eternal father for the pardon of his enemies. On page 194, it says, the brutal guards dragged our Lord up the marble staircase and led him to the end of the terrace from where Pilate was conferring with the Jewish priests. The Roman governor had often heard of Jesus, although he had never seen him. And now he was perfectly astonished at the calm dignity of deportment of a man brought before him in so pitiable a condition. Jesus' calm dignity in the midst of great suffering and persecution is what set him apart. In this month of my meditation, I will share a little bit of my own reflection on Jesus's calm dignity. Jesus is entirely abandoned in his father. He lives consumed in the father's love. Receiving his love fully and fully returning love to the father. This divine embrace is the Holy Spirit. The fire of consuming love. The zeal of Jesus' heart. He knows the father's love. And his perfect plan of salvation. Jesus knows who he is as the father's son. He also knows his purpose as the son of man to fulfill the father's will through his death and resurrection. In this act of love, he glorifies the father by making him known to us so that we be saved. This consuming love is his driving force to complete his mission. His consuming desire is to draw each of us to himself when he is lifted up on the cross so that we can become a new creation. This fills him with calm dignity. His calm dignity is expressed in his silence. 
a silence that holds within an intense and consuming love. A silence that is an expression of his agonizing prayer of intercession for us before the Father. His silence is his perfect fiat to his Father and complete commitment to our salvation. Through his silence, in his calm dignity, we can see and enter his gaze. It's as if his silence and calm dignity force humanity to enter his gaze, which draws us into his heart to be touched by mercy. Jesus' calm dignity during his passion reveals to you humanity how he lives the commandment he gave his apostles during the Last Supper. I give you a new commandment that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. John 13, 34 and 35. This new commandment to love is placed in John's gospel between Judas's foretold betrayal and Peter's denial. Jesus is teaching us, his disciples, that we must choose love as he did in our most extreme pain betrayal, and abandonment. Jesus tells us in the simple path, the love of God will stretch your love beyond your physical capacities. The expansion of the tent of your hearts is a most painful process. You have to choose to love those most difficult to love. You must always choose love, patience, and tenderness, and never give in to anger and resentment. His calm dignity is the light in the darkness, the light of love, the Holy Spirit. He teaches humanity through his calm dignity what the fruits of the spirit look like that St. Paul would later express to the Galatians. The fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. He leads us with calm dignity 
through the narrow path of the cross to new life. Those who belong to Christ Jesus will allow the Holy Spirit to crucify their flesh with its passions and desires, Galatians 5.24, to become his light in the darkness, giving testimony of him through their calm dignity amidst great adversity. A victim's soul must be formed in the school of the passion of our Lord Jesus Christ. His calm dignity speaks through silence, a lesson of divine love. This requires for us the silence of contemplation before the blessed sacrament. The saints are exemplars of calm dignity lived through extreme trials. I chose two for tonight. First, Maximilian Colby. Colby saw himself as a spiritual warrior, a soldier for God. And no place would stretch his faith more than Auschwitz. Listen carefully, my missionaries of the cross. Because as God's soldiers, warriors like Maximilian Colby, your most important training as a soldier of Christ is in extreme trials, in extreme adversity. When God permits your world to be shaken. The guards made him a particular target, frequently beating and mocking him or assigning him with impossible physical labors. But according to accounts of fellow prisoners, Colby never flinched in the face of evil and never returned the hatred of his abusers. He instead retained his dignity and exhibited forgiveness and grace, relying on his faith for strength, calm dignity. He said to his mother shortly before his death, good God is everywhere and provides for everything with love. Imagine in the horrific darkness of Auschwitz, St. Maximilian sees the goodness of God there and his love. In August, there was an alleged escape from the camp. The Nazi guards seeking to teach the prisoners a lesson selected 10 men for terrible death, starvation in an underground bunker. Colby was not selected, but when a stranger with a wife and family asked the guards for mercy, Colby granted it by volunteering to take his place. He too was stripped of all his clothing and went to his death naked. 
Over the course of the next two weeks, Colby is said to have led his fellow prisoners in song and prayer. And when Colby failed to die, despite his lack of food and water, he was injected with a lethal dose of carbolic acid. The second saint, a boy, Saint Jose Luis Sanchez del Rio. During a battle, Jose was captured and was asked to deny his faith and the Cristero cause. Jose refused and was tortured terribly. Refusing to renounce his faith, he angered the government soldiers so much that they cut off the bottom of his feet. As Jose was forced to walk through town, he recited the rosary, prayed for his enemies, sang songs to Our Lady of Guadalupe and proclaimed, I will never give in. Viva Cristo. He died at the age of 14. The Lord is telling love crucified. In the midst of great adversity, my followers will give me testimony through their calm dignity. My family, our Lord has been preparing us the goal of the simple path to union with God is to make us one with love, with God. So that in the worst of persecution, in an environment of brutality and darkness and great evil, his followers will shine with his light because it is Jesus himself that will radiate the light of God through his calm dignity. There are key words that I underlined in the reflection that are important for us to grow in, to live calm dignity amidst adversity. The first one that we learn from Jesus' calm dignity, abandonment. Jesus was fully abandoned to his father. We need to grow in abandonment. How do we do that? Living in silence and calm dignity, abandoned to God in the trials of our daily life. When we are misunderstood, when we are ignored, when we are humiliated, when we lose a job, whatever it may be, abandoned. Why? Jesus knows the Father's love and his perfect plan of salvation. The path brings us to know ourselves and to know Christ. And through Christ, Abba, our Father.
We must know and experience the love of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, so consuming, so profoundly, that nothing, nothing in this life can shake our faith in the love of God for us. Jesus knows who he is and his purpose. How much has the Lord through the years formed this little mustard seed to know our identity, who we are chosen by him and our purpose and mission. If we're not anchored in knowing our identity and mission, it is very difficult to remain calm. It is very difficult to love in the darkness. Jesus' love is consuming. It's the, it's the driving force that moves him. That is the Holy Spirit. I was telling Father Jordi today, I have never been so moved to prayer. I don't even know what the words are. As I feel that way, I have to prepare this year for Pentecost Sunday. And I feel this in my heart for every one of you, for the community of Love Crucified. We need to begin to prepare for Pentecost Sunday. We need to beg the Holy Spirit to form us, to inflame us, to consume us with the fire of his love so that we can give Jesus testimony in the midst of the darkness we have entered. Our consuming desire must more and more become to die with Christ, to be crucified with him. Silence. Jesus' calm dignity is expressed in his silence. My community, take this message from the Lord to heart, to prayer, let it be the guiding light and prayer for each of us in our preparation for Pentecost. And we end tonight with a prayer to the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Jesus, for your gift of the Holy Spirit. The gift of the Holy Spirit flowed from the blood and water, from the pierced heart of Jesus. We open our hearts as you have taught us, vulnerable, transparent, naked before you, Jesus, to be consumed by your spirit so that love is the moving force that brings us the courage to die solely for love as one with you, our beloved Jesus crucified, for the glory of God and the salvation of the world. Amen. For more information on the path to union with God, please visit the Love Crucified community website at www.lovecrucified.com. God bless you. Thank you.